Welcome to Hot Laps, brought to you by Heat Shield Products. Race testing. Hey, welcome back to Hot Laps. We're welcome on, back. We're lap 41. We're uh, cranking it away here. Uh, sorry we haven't been uh, coming at you as much as we used to, but things have been busy, And uh, but we're back in the saddle, and we're going to talk about some things that we hope that you're interested in hearing. Um, if, if, not, if you're not, give us some suggestions. Yeah, absolutely. So we got Patrick joining us. Steve is not here today, so it's myself, Shane. Say hello, Shane. Hello. Patrick is here from Florida. And there was the land of freedom. Yeah, there was there was quite a debate last night uh, between you and Steve. And Steve's not here to defend himself, but the big debate over beer. You guys, I like to drink beer occasionally. I like to drink beer, especially when with um, when I'm with Shane and my buddy in the desert. But Mm -hmm. I don't drink beer as much as you guys drink beer. And there's a huge, huge argument last night over text. Mm-hmm. Across the U.S. between mm-hmm. Patrick and Steve about IPAs, and Patrick says they taste like crap. Steve says you don't know because you're on the East Coast. Patrick had some sort of fruit beer, and Steve said, "Oh, you must be on a date because that's a chick beer." <laughs> it was getting great, and then Patrick <laughs> sent back. What was the picture you sent back? The last <clears throat> one. Oh, it was the one. It was the picture of Will Smith. And he's he's got his face all puckered up, yeah. trying to trying to drink something, and it says, "IPA drinkers trying to convince you that their beer tastes good." Yeah, yeah, it's it's funny. Like I was hanging out with Brave Cheese, he was helping me build my car, and we could talk about that a little yeah. bit today. But I thought for sure he'd be, you know, because he's kind of younger than we are. He's uh, got the beard going. He's got mm-hmm. the Mustang. He's maybe he's not like a like a hipster guy. I yeah. would not probably call him that, but I thought he'd be into beer. He's like, man, I like Corona. Yeah. And I used I, to like Corona. I, I like Corona a little bit, but I mean, it's not my go-to beer. No. I did give that, uh, uh, that, uh, stone beer that has like the day of the day. Buena, Buena Veza. Yeah, talking to your right? microphone. Buena Veza, I think it was. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it, it, I think it was supposed to be sort of like a salt and lime beer. Yeah. Was it any good? Uh, tastes like uh, MGD. Yeah, really? I hate MGD. Yeah. yeah, your dad likes MGD though. No, he doesn't. No, I don't, think, I don't think anyone does. There might have just been some leftovers there at some point from someone else. Oh. Anyway, so yeah, quite a debate going on last night. But the other big debate that you could have is Shane got gas last night, and he just posted this on his uh, Instagram page, which is private, so you, nobody could probably see it. But I'll put it up on Heat Shields. He has to get 91 for his little forerunner. Okay. Well, I don't. I, well, I don't have to, but I prefer to. It's it's recommended. It's, yeah. it's it 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 is useful in that vehicle. It's not for nothing. So, he got 20 gallons of 91 octane. It costs 24. I'm sorry. Yeah, 24. I wish it. I wish it cost 24. <laughs> it costs 94 dollars. 94, and it's 20 gallons. Now the my tank in my truck is thirty eight gallons, so I can't imagine. I never yeah, even, put ninety one. Even with regular gas, yeah, it's expensive. Your, your, is yours a V ten or is that? I thought you had a diesel. It's a V ten, man. Two thousand six. I didn't want to go for the diesel because it's. Uh, How many? It's thirty eight gallons. Right. Oh, because you have a long bed. Long bed. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's why. Well, I, that's like my, my 
my truck is 34 because mm-hmm. of the long bed. That's yeah. why I can get to state line from California oh, yeah. on one tank of gas. Imagine yeah, with that. With that big, huge engine. We drove the Escape out to SEMA 20, 2019, and uh. I think we got gas leaving, and then we got gas coming home, and we didn't fill it up at all. No. Man, yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of sick. Yeah, but I mean, ninety four dollars for twenty gallons is ridiculous. That same tank of gas in uh, nineteen ninety four, five, six, somewhere around there, mm-hmm. cost uh, like twenty eight bucks. I know it's just so sickening, dude. I mean, it was ninety nine cents a gallon when I started driving. That wasn't that long ago. I mean, no, I'm forty seven, no. but. You know, it, that's just... It's not like our parents complaining about candy bars. I used to pay a nickel for a candy bar. Right. I mean, it was, it's pretty well, it's it's like, been pre, It's pretty recent. And that's what's what's premium out there right now, about four fifty, four seventy five a gallon? Four sixty nine. He paid four sixty nine. I paid four oh one. I mean, for granted, granted, that's in my area and where I live, the gas is a little bit pricier. A lot of hipsters. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it's not like you're going to see a dollar a gallon drop going... Someplace else I can I can go like uh, ten miles away uh, where my parents live and it's um it's probably ten fifteen cents cheaper. Right. Where your parents live and where I live. Yeah. Like, is that the hood? No. no. That's like I, I remember like so my mine's a thirty four gallon tank when I first got the truck in 03, and gas was around like a dollar twenty a gallon so I could fill my truck up for like forty four bucks. Yeah. Like no problem. And then, you know, when when the bad one hit in 08, when prices skyrocketed and regular was at $4 a gallon, I mean, if I went to fill my truck up, it was like that. It was 120 bucks to fill my truck up. Yeah, crazy. So what's I mean, it cost to fill up now in Florida? Well, we're running at about 290 so Jeez. We, we, would, we would kill for that price out here. I, I know you guys would. So right now, for me, it'd be about 75 bucks or so to fill up on regular. But, that, that, but that's mean, like... I've but, been doing that. Is that price like uh, close to double what you'd normally pay? Well, forty percent uh, more, I guess. Before the events of last year in November, uh-huh. we were paying about anywhere from a dollar seventy-five to a dollar ninety a gallon yeah. for regular, <laughs> depending that's, on where you were. That's at. so awesome! Oh my god! Jeez. So yeah, we've 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 all seventy-five percent almost doubled. And what's the difference? Yeah, the, you know the weather. We refine gas the in California. Uh, yeah, the weather tax. Well, they say one of the things with California why it's so expensive is one, it's all the taxes that are on the gas. That's all, the truth. A big chunk of it is the taxes. Two, what's happening is because they can make more money. There was a story about this months ago, is that a lot of gas that goes into California or is refined in California ends up getting sent south to Mexico. Because they can go over to Mexico, go across the border, and they can sell it for more and make more money. Oh, interesting. Uh, well, I think the gas taxes are high out here because they got to line the politicians' pockets somehow. Steve's aunt and uncle used to go to Mexico to fill up gas all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm not so sure if they do that anymore. That's yeah. what they've said, though, is that there's – that's one of the reasons besides the taxes is – a lot of gas that's that's made out there ends up or or gets shipped into California it goes to Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like for us here, Tampa is the main fuel port for the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. More gasoline comes into Tampa than any any other port in the state. Yeah. And but and but there's times places inland will be higher or lower priced than us for gas. Yeah, I was yeah. pretty I was pretty stoked like when we went to Orlando for our trip in June, it was 282. 
I mean, that's, that's just like... Yeah. I know, we're complaining about that, and you're like, this is a blessing! Hell yeah, yeah. it would be, crazy. Yeah. Crazy. But uh, speaking of weird phenomenons, 2021 is just becoming such a weird year for mm-hmm. cars and trucks and sales. and mm-hmm. I oh, mean, yeah. I, I drove by the Ford dealership the other day. The only thing they have on there is trucks because that's what they know they can sell. But then again, Toyota just halted. Ford is slowly uh, but surely, and it all has to do with the chip shortage. They're, they're all, they, were, they all thought they were going to be doing, a, I think, a little better, and then all of a sudden they had to halt production again yeah. across the board. I mean, yeah. like a 2021 car it, – 20 years from now it could be like this, some sort of this is like, like trying phenomenon. to it's like trying to buy a car during uh, world war ii yeah well and so there's some interesting things in in all that one like with ford you know we've all seen the picture of where oh. from space from the iss oh, yeah. they shot the photo where they can see all the ford trucks stored at kentucky motors yeah Speedway. we we uh, when we were on vacation we drove we were on the freeway and we went right past that place and you could see them from yeah. the freeway just wall yeah. to wall yeah. It, it's like it's like the movie used cars come see our mile of cars well yeah. there it was right there yeah um but anyway but what's going to be interesting is when they do get the chips to build those trucks it's not going to be like what has happened in the past ford's going to chip those trucks and they're going to sell them they're not going to waste that money yeah back in the 70s an interesting happened during camaro production there was a strike in 1972 it was like i'm pretty sure it was it was during 1972 mm-hmm. 1973 there was a strike and they had to halt Camaro production well by the time production started back up they had all these partially completed Camaros all these other bot and all these bodies but the crash safety standards changed so there were changes to the car for the next model year GM scrapped all the partially built cars stripped all the parts and scrapped all the bodies because it was cheaper to do that than it was to, to bring them up to the new safety standards coming from the government. Wow. Who was in charge of Chevrolet at that time? Joe Biden? Yeah. Right. That sounds like that um, kind of move. But anyway, but he was, so Ford's not going to do that with these trucks, obviously, because they'll be fine. What's going to be interesting is, though, is you you could have a huge, huge glut of trucks just hit the market. I think, yeah, once. they're going to flood the market, and it's going to be, uh, uh, that'll be a buyer's paradise. I'm looking yeah. forward to and, that. And, and honestly, I would even look at getting a new truck if yeah. that happened if the prices got low enough. Because then it'd be like, okay, we got to move these Whoa, things. whoa. We've Stop the presses, Vicky yeah. Vale. Did you just say you'd buy a new Ford truck? If the deal was right, and as long as it was Ooh. a V8, I would not get an EcoBoost truck. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody says. Hey, man, I got a 1.5 EcoBoost in the... Oh, wait, we changed the motor out to the 330 yeah. stroker in the Escape. 363 stroker. 363. Get it straight, you. buddy. Thank you. Uh, speaking of cars, and I know this hits home since you just said you were watching Road Warrior at the bar. The cars from Fury Road are up for auction. It was pretty vague, like on costs and everything. Mm-hmm. But they're actually auctioning off the semi front end with all of the speakers. Oh, nice. They're auctioning off that truck. So somebody is going to have that. And I do, you hope... think, do you think my HOA would be okay with me parking <laughs> that in front of my house? I, don't, I doubt it. But somebody is going to have that, and I hope they drive it. Oh, I hope it can be driven on the road, and I hope somebody does it. Yeah. But, yeah, they're because selling that. He's going to buy that because it'll, it'll, it'll go for a chunk of money. So it's, it's going to be someone like Jay Leno or maybe Rick Hendrick or, yeah. you know. Somebody like that. Someone that needs attention. But uh, we've all seen the movie, so I just want you to rate them. 
and uh, you guys can tell me, Fury Road to me is not really part of the Mad Max trilogy, in my opinion. <coughs> it came out. It, it was it was a great movie. It was it was well done. Yeah. I liked it. it. There's a lot of horsepower, a lot of nos, a lot of fuel. It was good. I just mm. I <laughs> I can't I can't keep it in that those three. So you can rate them if you want, but Patrick, please rate Mad Max, Road Warrior. Thunderdome, and if you want to put Fury Road in there, go ahead. Okay. Uh, first, Shane, I would like you to reach over and smack him upside the head for actually for putting Thunder. Nos. Oh, no. Nos. I thought you were going to say for putting Thunderdome in there. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can tolerate that. No, but you said Nos, so there yeah. should be a penalty. Nos. <laughs> easy there, so, easy there, Vin. Funny, you gotta go with I, I, Fury Road is like a reboot. That's what it is. It's a reboot, and that's fine. It was a great movie. Yeah. And and it was the original director of Mad Max who did it, so you know there's all those that's, good parallels. Yeah, that's true. Numero Uno has got to be the original Mad Max or Road Warrior One, you know, overseas. Yeah. That you just you can't beat just just how raw and gritty that is. Australian or English version? Australian. Oh, uh, gotta go with Australian accent, Mel Gibson on that one. Mm-hmm. This here's Cantalini, and Cantalini <laughs> wants his hand back. <laughs> So you're rating, you're going with Mad Max. Mad Max first, then the Road Road Warrior Warrior for sure. Yeah, Yeah. they didn't even need to make Thunderdome in my opinion. Then I would, then I would put Fury Road like kind of tie for second there, and then Thunderdome is obviously last. Yeah, they didn't need to make Thunderdome in my opinion. Nah, they should have quit while they were ahead. I mean, Tina Turner. Yeah, is (laughs) she's the apocalyptic leader at the end? Yeah. Tina Turner was tolerable. It was the the, the lost kids that you just really were yeah. like, so much people mutated crocodile or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the little kid that flies, though, from the guy that originally was in uh, Road oh, Warrior, yeah. his son or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. The little gyrocopter? Yeah. Yeah. Because when they all pull up. Mm-hmm. He is, I can't. still see some of those airplanes buzzing around, too, the air tractor. Oh, really? Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in, in, in real life, could you put that many people in that in that plane, you think? No. No. They, it, it, as, as much weight as those things could carry, that would be still, yeah, no, no highly unlikely. We're dead, mate. We're dead, mate. <laughs> that, was, that was the kid. Uh-oh. I think we're all dead, mate. Yeah, that was good. If I was going to rate him... Man, I grew up on Road Warrior. I, whether or not, um, whether or not that's my number one, I don't think so. Whether that's my number one, yeah, I don't think so. I think Mad Max, it, it, that one's number, yeah, that one's number one for me. The Toe Cutter and the Knight Rider, those guys. I don't even know if they were quote unquote villains because of what was going on. It's pre-apocalyptic times. But I guess they could be villains. But mm. and then that whole Johnny the Boy, I mean oh, that yeah. whole cast of people were yeah. great. Uh, and then Road Warrior was was great. Now Road Warrior, they had some nudity in there, so that was kind of a treat when oh, you yeah. were just, just a when bit. you were yeah. uh, like a teenager, I guess. And then uh, I I just can't even rate. I'm just going to do the top two because mm-hmm. I, I didn't like Thunderdome and the new one, like like new one Patrick was saying, yeah. is a reboot. Yeah. 
So I don't know what your thought is, Shane. I'm probably with you. Thunderdome last. Did you like Mad Max? Yeah. That was a good one. Can you name anybody from Mad Max? Mm. I'm not sure. Uh, do you been a while. Do you own the trilogy like I do? No. The next time we go not to the that, desert, I'm we're not that hardcore. The next time we go to the desert, and we watch a movie in the desert. We're watching Mad Max. Uh, we should watch Thirty Days of Night. That's, That's a great thing to spook the kids out. Yeah. My son won't go to bed, and he's 17. No, no. You want to freak the kids out? You show them the original The Thing with Kurt Russell. Oh yeah. Well, that just imagine. A great movie. We're out That's in the one of my desert. tops. We're 45 minutes, give or take, off of the main road. It's pitch black. You can kind of see, you can kind of see El Centro off to the south a of us. A little bit of light. A little yeah. bit of light. But other than that, I mean, it's dark. We run the Honda generator. We run a huge white, like piece Screen, of vinyl. Yeah. And then I bring out the like my little projector. We hook it up to the Xbox and have a good old time with yeah. it. But uh, last time we watched Tombstone. But I think Mad Max could be could be one up there. The mm. kids would be into Spike it. Me. You're in the perfect environment, and you should subject the kids to the hills have eyes. Oh yeah, that's a good that one. Would, dude, I don't know if that's I could go to bed one. after that. Uh, I was thumbing through a few things like I like to do, um, and I'm just gonna bring up one here because uh, we need to get rolling but the price is right our age group if you stayed home sick from school you're definitely watching the prices yeah because right, it was the only oh, thing on sure. mm-hmm. and they're doing some reboot stuff on there but i thought I, I saw something that was really interesting today so the price is right started in 1972 that was the year you were born i think yeah. right i'm 73 patrick you're a little a little younger than we are i'm 79 79 so in, in 1972, The Price is Right started, and it was it was like by far the craziest game show going. But they used to give away cars. And for the most part, mm-hmm. through the 70s, 80s, those cars were just mundane. They were not anything yeah, to speak of. Kind of but, boring, all the, all the smog, uh, new smog stuff. Yeah, but what I did not know, because I didn't watch it all the time, I wasn't mm-hmm. sick every day. Uh, there was a couple of standout cars that people won on there, and I'm just gonna go through the list and get your, get your thing. The first one is a 1977 Dodge van. Oh wow! But <laughs> not just a 77 Dodge van; it was the luxurious, customized van. The one with the little window in the back. Windows in the yeah. back. The crazy little uh scene on the uh-huh. side, sink, toilet. Like, full-on stabbing wagon. Oh, wow. And they gave that car away, 1977. Uh The other one, 77 Blazer. Just a K5 Blazer. I mean, Hmm. people would die for that right now, right? Uh, 83 Firebird. Oh, yeah. With all the bells and whistles. That was a new new body style, right? V8, yeah. That was the second. Yeah, yeah. 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 But that was right around Smoking the Bandit, right? That was probably a hot car. No, 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 no. That was well after smoking. Yeah, okay. That was the next, the next. uh, I stand corrected. Body style, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The eighty-three was the third gen. Second gen was seventy to eighty-one. That's right. And then the last one, C four Corvette, nineteen eighty-four C four Corvette. So they gave a lot of way, a lot of cards. I just thought that would be kind of cool if you went to a. Price is right, and I don't know. I, I, we actually when I I went up with uh, my wife's 
girl from the time, sorority, and mm-hmm. one of the girls actually got on and won the showcase showdown. Oh, nice. She took the cash. Uh-huh. You know, you write yeah. out, you, you have to pay back the tax or yeah, on, the, on the prizes, She took yeah. the cash, but she wanted like a car or something like that. But uh-huh. can you imagine if you showed up there and you, and it was 1984 and you won a C4 Corvette? That'd be awesome. And you just, yeah, you just showed up there, you act loony, and mm-hmm. then you won it. Yeah. Kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kind of like that scene from uh, Lampoon's uh, Vegas Vacation where Rusty with the fake ID goes already. Uh, oh, like yeah. Four Mr. Papa Giorgio. <laughs> Papa Giorgio. Well, it's like, um, well, you remember, too, the other one was, remember Hollywood Squares? I remember oh, Hollywood yeah. Square. It was Hollywood Squares, the show where they'd have that whole fleet of cars and you'd, like, pick a key out. Yeah. And then you'd pick a car yeah. to try and, and, and if the key worked in that car. You got it. I remember, like, there was a Suzu was the main sponsor for a while. And a Suzu Impulse, and there'd be an Suzu truck and all the different Suzu cars that someone could take a shot at. Yeah. Suzu Trooper. That's right. I forgot about you know. this show. My buddy had but a Trooper ran for you mentioned, you mentioned the, the customized, the, Do- the the fully loaded Dodge van. Yeah. You, Mark Three Conversions did, did all that stuff for a long time. You remember that? Yeah. So their plant... They, they were based in uh, Ocala, just north of Tampa. I was on a trip a few weeks ago and coming back down I-75, and they start, because they've been out of business for a while, they started bulldozing the old production plant for Mark III conversion vans. Oh, uh, man. Wow. Yeah, I, like I, the last vestige of that whole yeah, era. that era. I just remember there were some safety issues later in later down the road because they would take the smaller windows out and then put these big like bay windows in oh yeah and there was Kids a couple fall of, out. couple of cases where there were in accidents and people would go through the go through yeah. the window because the, it wasn't securely in yeah. there it's a plexiglass too or something yeah it's crazy All right, i'm gonna end the podcast on this one with you patrick we're not gonna do tech time today we don't have the expert with here but i'm gonna end this and i want to get your idea somebody just sold a 1987 IROC Camaro with the 350 or the 305. No, it had a, it had the bigger motor. Okay. For yeah, 87 was the first year for the 350 being back in the Camaro. Okay. Fifty six thousand dollars. Jeez. How? Was this one of those ones that's popped up and only had like 12 miles? Yeah, or I was just saying low miles. And still had the dealer delivery oh, plastic on yeah. or something. Uh, <laughs> I've seen that one. I knew you were going to ask me a bunch of questions. I just saw it on my way into this room. Because well, well, there's been a couple that have it... popped up like that. That It's been like the it, it, was undel, it was an undelivered car pretty much. Or whoever got it said, don't take the plastic off. Don't take anything along. Okay. And then for whatever reason, they took it home and put it in their garage and, or someplace and never touched it. Hmm. Um might have been. Yeah, but what did that car sell new? 80, 87. New, the IROC would have right. been in 87, I think about seven or eight grand. Yeah. Jeez. And because um, and, and, they'd typically be fully loaded. And the thing is, it, with an IROC Z, 87, okay, if you got the 350, it was automatic only. Mm-hmm. If you wanted a stick, then you got the tune port 305. Mm-hmm. And I think 86 or 87 was also the – I'd have to go back and look at my books. 86, 87 was also the first year that tune port injection was available on the Camaro finally. Because mm-hmm. it was on the – it was a, it appeared on the Corvette mm-hmm. first after they replaced the cross the, – the, the misfire injection there. 
and then it was on the Corvette first for a couple of years. Then finally they started putting it on the Camaro and the carbureted motors. The the carbureted motor finally went away. Mm. This guy and then everything wealth of was knowledge. Injection. Yeah, wealth of knowledge. Oh yeah. But it's but it's neat because and was it a T-top car? Did you see T-top? Yeah. And and how those cars now nobody wanted them for so long, but because like with everything, other stuff got so expensive. Mm-hmm. So part of it is now people are going after those cars. And and say what you will, yeah, they lacked power, but they did handle very well. I mean, the suspension, everything was great. Yeah. And then on top of that, the guys who, like us, that we were in school and we pined after those cars now are older and have money. And they're like, God, I always wanted one of these. And it's it's you're in relive your youth mode for yeah. life now. Yeah. So, yeah, you'll you'll spend a, spend a, uh, a good Days dime to buy it. Days yeah. and yeah. confused. Yeah. 56 Dow, though? I'm must have been must have been two guys that really wanted it. You know, if it was a later car with like the one LE package and everything else, then I'll send you the link. Okay, maybe, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that's a lot. I of just cheese. Case someone, so a that, lot of that's cheese. One of those cases where that just that someone wanted that car. It, it really just locked into them. Yeah, they probably owned that's it or like, something. Oh, really. I just saw um, a bring a trailer. And I believe I did I share it on our page. I might have to look it back up. A '93 Cobra R just popped up that only has a handful of miles on it for sale. Oh wow! I have I have a I have some pictures of one that was uh, uh, bought new and still has a window sticker in it. No miles, like three miles on it. Wow! Yeah, Cobra there's, R. There's been a, there's been a, a herd of of super uber low mile. 93 Cobras that have been mm-hmm. popping up in the last mm-hmm. few months for up for auction. It's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, neat. neat cars. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, I wonder if the used car market is, is going to maintain oh. itself. I mean, because you were I'm talking about your car. Your Forerunner is immaculate. Yeah. You could probably put it on, bring a trailer for what you paid for it. Well, I don't know about that, but I mean, it could probably get like 25, I don't know. 25 grand easy. The car is brand there's, new. There's some, there's some hipster that wants a super clean one so they can help their uh, well, Instagram honestly, account. The, I think the used car market is going to go through a massive Titanic evolution here real yeah. soon. And what you're going to see is between this insane push for everything electric vehicles wise, mm-hmm. between that and how the new gasoline diesel powered vehicles are so overwhelmed with nanny crap oh yeah all kinds of electronic goodies yeah i think people are gonna start going backwards like i'd rather especially when it comes to trucks and suvs yeah people are gonna go backwards and want you're already seeing that with the diesel market where everybody guys want pre-def diesel trucks yeah and, yeah. and then you're going to see where their market's going to create for taking a beat up one and restoring it, rebuilding it to like new condition. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like sure. New York is joining the zero emissions fund. They're now saying, of that, course. Yeah. By 2035 that they want to be a hundred percent zero emissions. Yeah, of course. Good luck. Sales. Good luck. Yeah. Everybody can Are they going to do that with their buses and cabs and everything too? I mean, geez. I mean, what Corona is, probably what about, took out the what about heavy? Market. What about heavy, like, uh, like uh, semi-trailers, semi-trucks, trailers? I don't know. All that stuff. They're, they they want to do that, too. That's. I mean, that's they can do short-distance ones. They have them around here, but yeah. you're not going to do a long-haul with is, electric. Like you've got the city buses that run on natural gas, and they're actually very clean emission yeah. wise Yeah. But, I run on and, natural and you can gas. you short-distance, like an electric city bus, okay, but like yeah. mass population – 
have fun with that. And you guys already seen this in California yeah. when you get an alert from the government. Don't charge your electric car today. The grid can't handle it. We don't want the state burning down around our Yeah, areas. yeah. So, you know, yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. You're or trapped. natural disaster and there's no electricity to charge anything. Mm -hmm. I wonder if a Honda generator will charge your Tesla. No. It might, but it's going to take it like you a probably week. yeah you, uh, oh yeah, not a small one probably like a maybe like a bigger one no I'm like talking a, about like the a, ones like you the sixty five hundred no the little two thousand is not going to not enough watts you can run a hair dryer with that max yeah so, you I mean you bring up a point man and I mean it's just like when is enough it's, enough yeah it's all it's all it's all a great well, idea in theory it's just but it's not going like, to work no no I don't want this. Don't force an electric car on me. Don't. It's just. And actually, I think another offshoot is you're going to see a kind of a maverick rogue uh, company that's going to come up and go. No, we're not building a straight full electric car. We're going to build and build further on the hybrid setup, which that's what a diesel locomotive is that you see. The, oh yeah. The freight tracks. Those are hybrids. You got yeah. a diesel motor turning a big electric generator that turns the, the wheels, and they're very yeah. they're efficient. They can move fifty tons of cargo off mm -hmm. of one gallon of diesel. Yeah. You know. So you're going to see a further evolution of that, and someone's <laughs> going to go, "Hey, let's do the hydrogen fuel cell thing because it's adaptable to internal combustion engines. It burns uber uber clean. The, yeah. the byproduct is basically water. Yeah. And there you go. You're achieving both, and you're not putting more strain on generating electricity. Mm. And you could even do it where you have hydrogen fuel cell engine generating electricity to turn the wheels in the hybrid mode. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well, let's end it there. It's it's. Uh, this it's, is the end. Yeah, da, da. It, it's been great talking <laughs> with you about things, Patrick. Make sure you go out and purchase that uh, Fury Road truck. If you're looking at a new truck, I think maybe you should get that one. Oh yeah. Uh, I've actually, I've always wanted, uh, I've had this thing that, cause, and it started with, I saw a 5th gen Camaro with the nose off of it, and it reminded me so much of the Road Warrior after yeah. he tore the nose off the Interceptor. Oh, yeah. I would actually love to take either a 5th gen Camaro or a S197 Mustang and do a Road Warrior treatment on it, like cut out part of the back to mount the extra fuel tanks and, and give it Black. that full like, post-apocalypse look and just yeah. drive it around and have fun. Yeah, that'd like, be awesome. Like go on car tour with it. Yeah. It, it was It'd a great awesome. car. I mean, everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the blower that connects with the. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of silly, but. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that one. But what's interesting <laughs> is, is, is you have now where there's. um, You actually have electric turbochargers and superchargers that are out there. It's because they use them on small engines that don't generate enough torque to really turn something like that. Yeah. So, the, so they don't have the horrible parasitic loss. But where theoretically you could do something like that that would work with an electric like supercharger type deal. Oh yeah. Turbo. Yeah. But you would get that cool effect, you know, where he pulls the little cable on the shifter and. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> uh, you did the sound effect better than I did, Chris. Like, that'd be awesome. Well, I, I'm like telling you, as a kid, I used to watch that. It just it used to be on TV all the time. It was like. Just. Well, it was. Yeah. It, I I never saw the movie. From start to finish until I was a kid. Yeah, baby. 
We would call those people tweakers now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> I mean, it's like full-blown tweaker. Uh, yeah. I know he's driving the interceptor there because he stole it. But yeah. nowadays, he'd be just driving around in a pickup truck with a bunch of crap in the back. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, Patrick, you got a delivery. We're out of here. Thank you for listening. I just heard a loud bang outside. What happened? I just heard a loud bang outside. Hold on a second. Uh-oh. We, we got uh. Patrick on the thing. Uh, Shane, it was great hanging out with you. Yeah, great hanging out with you too. And I'll hang out with you for the rest of the day, and then uh, we'll hang out again because that's where we are. Sounds like a plan. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody, and we'll uh, we'll see you next you. time. You see you next time. Bye. From everyone at Heat Shield Products, we thank you for listening to Hot Laps. Leave that review, subscribe, tell a friend, and most of all, stay cool. We'll see you next time right here on Hot Laps. Hot Laps.